Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. If you can't handle that, you should probably leave. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. Super cute, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, like this? Hey. <laughs> Way better. All right. I'm not going to stay like that, though. It's cold and drafty in here. Yeah. Like four cameras in here. Would be <laughs> <laughs> hey. Well, you have to pay for that. So anyway, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bustles and... Bustles and Bangers. Yeah, yeah. All with right. our host, me, Rachel, and Christopher. <laughs> Who's me? Wait. <laughs> Wait, that's three. <laughs> yeah, but hey, babe. So I'm Rachel, and you're Christopher. I am Christopher. And we're the bestest, cutest, sexiest duo in the world. The world. Yeah, so if you want to see us, I forgot to tag our other shit in the middle and the end of that our last matter. thing. But anyway, if good. you want to see what we look like, mm-hmm. find us on our social media. We have Instagram, TikTok, Facebook at Bustles and Bangers, or you can find some more personal stuff at Gypsy Danger 317 mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. you can check out my OnlyFans, mm-hmm. which is also Gypsy Danger, but you may have to DM me and I'll send you the link, baby. So anywho, that's our fun stuff. Here's our other fun stuff. We read books. We're so smart and cool. Books. And we're reading the very last of Dr. Wonderful by Charlotte. This is the end? Douglas. This is the end. I always love that last episode because inevitably it's either going to have like a really high climax or it's going to end six times. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We're going to be pissed. Uh, Well, I feel like this is a medium like this is a middle mm, ground. Don't here. tell me. Okay, Read I won't. It to but me. Uh, so this is our fourth installment. We are on chapter twelve. I don't even think I told you about the last chapter we were on. But anyway, chapter the, twelve. Got the chili. Willies. You got the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. All right. Little extracurriculars make <laughs> make them. Get I'm the probably chibis. gonna honestly just because of boredom, gonna have to take a shot of lime juice because we're out of tequila today. Yeah. Isn't well, that like weird? we don't have long. We don't I'm long. a weirdo. I love it. If you like weird shit, holla at me. Holla, holla. So anyway, let me just start you off. Do you need a recap? I don't no, think you no, do. No, no, no. We we ju- I've only, it yeah. hasn't been two weeks this time. It's Matt, been like 20 minutes. Becca, kissing. Last, though, here's, here. I do have to tell you this. Last episode, last sentence that we said was, Lucy fell in the quarry. She's drowning. Is Lucy a dog? Lucy's one of the girls that needed to get corrective surgery mm. by Matt, Dr. Wonderful. Right. right. Dr. Wonderful Matt was going to mm-hmm. change her face for her. Well, so chapter 12 starts out with the intensity. 
Mm. We went to find my pocket knife I dropped, Jimmy howled. I told Lucy not to go near the edge, but she didn't listen. Matt caught Susie Ledbetter as her knees sagged beneath her and thrust yeah. the woman toward Becca and Lila. Why Call the paramedics. Knife? Anyway, he should have a gun like any other self-respecting child. <laughs> <laughs> Call the paramedics, he said, and have someone bring rope to the quarry. Lots of it. Without <laughs> We're going to hang this kid for losing oh his knife. <laughs> Yeah, well, so... And dropping this lady down a well. Honestly, like, I highlighted a lot more of these chapters than anything else because of the excitement, so hang on to your britches. Oh, let me hang on, girl. Tell Without me. a backward glance, he set off at a run, his legs eating up the distance, his mind working furiously, trying to gauge how long he would take <laughs> no, to Matt, reach the girl. No, it's the other way. The <laughs> other way, Matt. Turn around. Oh, no. Trying not to think of the short time without oxygen before her tiny brain would be damaged or how her lungs would fill with water, he pushed himself harder, oblivious to the clamor of voices and activity behind him, slowing only when he reached <laughs> they were the quarry. That's the other way. He jerked off his shoes while he scanned the surface for Lucy. Sunlight gleamed off golden curls briefly before they disappeared beneath the cold, dark water. Matt pushed off from the edge in a dive that brought him as close to where the child had been as possible without landing on her. The frigid water shocked his system and took his breath away. But so all now there's two people drowning. <laughs> but all he could think That's of was... Oh, shit, I didn't know how to swim either. <laughs> the frightened little girl who couldn't swim, who even if she could reach the water's edge, would never be able to climb the perpendicular 20-foot walls to escape the quarry. 20-foot walls? Mm -hmm. How fucking far does she she fell 20 feet yeah i guess no one man goes you just dove 20 feet into Dude. a water hole yes he treaded water and with a twist of his neck slung his wet <laughs> hair away from his face <laughs> lucy he screamed the child was nowhere in sight desperate to find her matt dived beneath the surface only to realize he could see nothing in the water's dark depths, dark depths. becca handed Susie ledbetter delilah dickens yelled to aunt delilah to watch emily and took off after matt from the corner of her eye she could see uncle jake and several other men running toward their trucks she hoped they're getting out of here <laughs> someone would have the rope matt had demanded on the other side of the grounds the preacher sprinted for the church and the telephone in the office to call the rescue squad matt had run so fast becca lost sight of him until she broke through the trees she caught only a short glimpse of him on the edge of the high cliff before he catapulted over the quarry's edge her heart in her throat she raced to the rim neither matt nor lucy was anywhere in sight and only a slight ripple of the serene water indicated either had been there mm. becca considered jumping in to help but her own swimming lessons had been limited navigating the length of the pool in her college physical education class why did we need to add this in spite of her good intentions with she her won third but she should have gotten second <laughs> it was a really bad judging by the she might end up simply another victim needing rescue where is she art Ledbetter spoke behind her i can't see her the agony in his voice cut through becca everybody's like a last name is claimer. Ledbetter. they're all the same making her thank god that emily wasn't lost in the lake thank she jesus Ledbetter that we were gonna be okay <laughs> she prayed at the same time that lucy and matt would have survived she turned from her anxious scan of the water to identify the bustle of activity behind her bustle Unc yeah. Hell yeah. That's a drinking so Uncle Jake and several friends had arrived. With skillful hands, they knotted the various strands together in one long piece with a loop at the end. Becca turned Holy back to the shit, water. shit, they are going to hang on. Searching frantically for life, the wait seemed endless, the silence deafening, and knowing that everyone watched, watching felt as desperate and helpless as she did, afraid to witness his pain. She couldn't force herself to look at Art Ledbetter, but she couldn't ignore the tortured gasp of his breathing to only sound the still... <laughs> 
suddenly. Suddenly. Like Matt an, grabbed her and flew out. The water <laughs> propelled up into the sky. 20 feet. Into a column as Matt ascended mm-hmm. amongst the sky to show him that he had saved this little Ledbetter girl to the I, Ledbetter clan of the mountains. I've got. And they bowed down and revered him to the end of fucking time. You're close. This is over. Close no, the book. shut up and sit down. <laughs> I have a better description for you. I thought it was pretty good. Which I would deem under a compliment slash insult. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Ready? Suddenly, like an orca whale oh. ascending from the depths at a SeaWorld attraction. Shut up. It really says that. It says that Matt broke the surface, gasping for air when the crowd spotted the golden-haired bundle in his arms. A cheer rang out, reverberating. Oh, sorry. Reverberating. <laughs> nice. Okay, my bad. Reverberating against the surrounding peaks. Toss that rope down here, Uncle Jake ordered. Down there. Someone heaved the rope over the edge, and Matt, with Lucy in tow, swam toward it. He slipped the noose over his head and under his arm. And under his arm. You're going to get triangled, dude. No. Not you, damn it, Art yelled. Send up the girl first. Well, hear me out. Matt. Treading water while supporting Lucy, shouted back, she'll be battered against the rock wall if she comes up alone. Pull me out with her and I can protect her. Didn't they tie this piece of rope together? Multiple pieces of rope to get this? If they hold his heavy ass up and say the little girl, wouldn't they risk untying the knot while they're, I don't know, 30 feet in the sky? I don't know. Over rocks? Do you think I could care? Matt doesn't seem to fucking care. Becca watched, unaware she was holding her breath. Matt's corded muscles grasped the girl firmly, holding her away from the jagged wall with his wet jeans clinging to him. She could see the knotted muscles of his thighs as he painstakingly walked his way up the wall, held almost perpendicular to the rock face by the tension of the rope from above. When he neared the rim, Uncle Jake, Art, and several others hauled him over the side, tears streaming down his face. Art grabbed Lucy from Matt's arms. Oh, God, she's dead. Mm. He didn't make it. Is Lucy in heaven with Granny? Emily asked that night when her mother tucked her into bed. Yes. She's dead. All right. Anyway, anybody, sorry, I probably should have been like, warning, but I think this whole uh, podcast goes with like a warning. If you are sensitive to anything, you probably shouldn't listen. Oh, so she actually died. Mm, I'm just saying I did speak of death, and you know I didn't mention triggers. I didn't mention triggers. We didn't write this book. Well... A knock at the front door broke through her thoughts and filled her with icy dread. Even though Becca was expecting the worst until she actually heard the final news, she could always hope that Lucy had somehow miraculously survived. Because here's the deal. Mm -hmm. The ambulance did come get her, and Matt was super sexy and did CPR all the way to the hospital. Didn't Mm -hmm. stop. Not for a minute. Good. He's a doctor. Yeah. Okay. So, with leaden feet... She trudged to the entryway and flipped the porch light on. The dim glow illuminated Matt wearing rumpled green hospital scrubs in place of his formerly sodden clothes, his face grim, weariness apparent in his stance. She opened the door. Sorry to bother you so late, fatigue weighted his voice, but I couldn't face returning to the feed store alone just yet. Becca stood aside to let him in. Come back to the kitchen. I was just fixing a cup of tea. She closed the door behind him, turned off the porch light, and forced herself to ask, Lucy? He said, no, I'm Matt. (laughs) The wariness, (laughs) the wariness in his face transformed into a smile. Oh, he's going to fake her out. Ha ha, she's fine. Unlike anything she'd ever witnessed and his shoulders straightened as if he'd thrown off his exhaustion. We think she's going to make it. We think she's going. What kind of doctor are you, Matt? Uh, Well, he's not there anymore. So 
here's the deal. They talk and about it. And who's we? Isn't he the only doctor? Mm, well, no. He they they flighted her to another place. The rescue squad came in, flighted her to the nearest hospital. Oh, okay. So he went with them. Um. So she's just saying like you didn't have to do that. He was like it was the only choice. Like, and he got to work there and help and everything. Well, I guess yeah. He put scrubs on. I mean, no, I don't know. That's pretty cool. I don't know. If you're a doctor, you just work at any hospital. Yeah, basically. That's if fucking they need cool. the hands and you're qualified. I'm here. Get in there. Um. So. Blah blah blah. They're talking, talking, talking. He said, I thought of something else already. She didn't have to ask. She could see the hunger burning in his eyes, feel it in the hardness of his body pressed against hers. And then this is what her brain thinks. Lordy, lordy, Granny's voice rang in her head. What are you contemplating, child? Haven't you had enough heartache in one short life without setting yourself up for more? He saved Lucy's life. Becca, are you silent? Oh, sorry. You know, the problem is listening to old people. They're old They're and old. have really old ideas. And he'll ruin yours. Not if I don't let him. Matt kissed her. And His gr- granny? <laughs> no, her. She's oh. thinking about granny in her head. Granny's dead. Oh. Okay. Okay. All right. Matt kissed her and the thundering rush of blood to her head drowned out granny's warnings, obliterated Becca's ability to think, overcame everything but the desire that consumed her like white fire. White fire. Wait, that's Flame of Labonco? Yeah. Kenny Powers? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so with a jolt, she realized the feeling was more than desire. She loved this man. Oh, dang, that was fast. She, yeah, she loved everything about him, all right? So mm, something, happiness zinged in her blood as if she'd drunk too much blackberry wine. A shrill, insistent warning shrieked suddenly in her ears, and she jerked away from the addictive pleasures of his kiss. But the alarm continued. Disoriented, she gazed at him in confusion. Confusion. Your kettle's boiling. His voice was husky and breathless as she felt. As breath... I'm having trouble reading this. <laughs> all right. How do I need to sound? All right, he said, your kettle's boiling. Your kettle's boiling. Yeah, that's better. (laughs) His voice was husky, as breathless as she felt. He had her mind so scrambled with longing, she hadn't recognized the sound. I'd better stop it before it wakes Emily. They're just staring at each other with fucking kettles whistling. But she couldn't tear herself away from the disquieting I've never comfort said, of his arms. I need to go turn my kettle off. I just yeah. go turn the kettle off. Yeah, he released her and gave her a gentle nudge down the hall. Like a sleepwalker, she Slap wandered. Slap her on the butt. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, dude. Uh, she wandered into the kitchen, removed the kettle from the burner, and turned off the stove. Mm-hmm. All right, so as much as she loved and admired and longed for Matt Tyler, the prospect of a life with him held no more permanence than the presence of the summer lightning bugs that flitted outside the kitchen window. Does that mean that you shouldn't enjoy the lightning bugs? Well, right. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, Even if it's okay. not forever, why not take a, oh, because the Lord told you to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... Well, stealing herself against the longing that consumed her, she turned only to bump against Matt, who had come in behind her. Oh, she brushed up against his dingle. You okay, Becca? His arms went around her again, and try as she might, she didn't have the strength or will to push away. She shook her head against his chest and forced herself to speak. I can't do this. He placed his hand on her shoulders, held her at arm's length, and lifted her chin until their gazes met. I love you, Becca. Oh. oh my god he's like i'm just kidding it's a game i play like when the kid tells me i'm dad <laughs> without success she attempted to stifle the joy and his words brought her forcing herself to recall every si- salient detail of the magazine article she'd read about him she twisted her mouth into an ironic grimace and accused him with narrow eyes how many women have you said that to 
None, the piercing gaze of his remarkable brown eyes, didn't waver. You're the only one. Mm. And do you really expect me to believe that? Oh, Matt, I want to believe you. But he says, you are definitely the only woman I've ever asked to marry me. His proposal took her breath away. And what do you for mean? For a moment, she thought ask. for sure she'd oh, heard he's wrong. Asking now. What did you say? He pulled her closer, nestling her chin in the hollow of his neck, resting his cheek on her hair. I want you to marry me, Becca. She heard right, but she couldn't believe it. You're kidding. I've never been more serious. He said, yeah, I'm, re- I'm really hungry. I want to go to bed. He says, don't say anything. He bent, lifted her in his arms and carried her out of the kitchen toward the guest room. Mm-hmm. Let me show you. Who's going to fuck her in the guest bedroom? How much I love you. He sat beside her and drew her close. Don't worry. This time, there won't be any accidents. Because he pulls out a condom. How dare you call my child an accident and then try to have sex with me? I'm going to keep that for me. You're not going to be a single mother again. Again. I won't make her a More. You won't be single anymore. All right. You came prepared? Ooh, a condom. She says, you came prepared? She didn't know whether to feel flattered that he wanted her enough to arrange for protection or angry that he had assumed, assumed too much. While you went to turn off the kettle, I got these from my medical bag in the car. <laughs> They've been a- there since 1993. Gross. He held her face between his hands and studied her, his eyes mirroring her own desire, but clouded with questions. I want to love you, Becca, and I thought you wanted this as much as I do. Was I wrong? She stared into the face of the man she'd come to love, felt longing, building like molten lava in a volcano, and knew he hadn't misread her motives. She wanted him as much, more than she wanted to breathe. And if you don't marry him, Granny's warning voice had returned, then she'd have the memories. No cock. Becca thought. If you want that D, you got to go through the marriage. Well, here we go, baby. With frenzied haste, they tore at each other's clothes until both lay naked. Their bodies melded in a tangle of arms and legs. The chaotic beginning of what quickly evolved into a slow and sensuous dance of exploration and ecstasy. You're even more beautiful than I imagined. Matt trailed nibbling kisses from her throat to her thighs and glided his hands across her body as if he were a blind man taking in the shape of her. The fiery pleasure of his lips and hands against her skin left her breathless. Unable to speak, she shuddered with delight at his touch while her fingers caressed his broad shoulders. The sinewy 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 (laughs) <laughs> Again, another num- name, uh, word, I don't know. The sinewy muscles of his arms and thighs, the magnificent hardness of him, need, wild and wanton, yet sustained by love, propelled her, drove every conscious thought from her mind except her yearning to join her body with his in blood-pounding abandon. He kissed her again deeply and then with athletic grace positioned his body above hers. When he entered her, her heart leapt, faltered, and then settled into a pulsing beat that matched the thrust of him. Spiraling upward on wave after wave of pleasure, she locked her gaze with his her joy reflected in his eyes crying her name aloud he carried them both over the edge jennifer (laughs) jennifer wrong (laughs) breathless fulfilled for the first time in her life she felt complete oh so Uh. wait i thought that the lord was supposed to make you feel complete nope nope 
dick. Not enough. That's what did All it. All right, crying. Oh, wait, sorry. When he lifted himself from her, he drew her to his side, tucked her head into his shoulder, and enfolded her in his arms with firm gentleness. They lay together for what could have been hours, but time meant nothing when she was close to him, slowly breathing and pulses returned to normal. But Becca knew that she would never be the same. Just when she thought Matt had fallen asleep, he spoke, You haven't answered my question. She floated in a soft haze of satisfaction, sated and relaxed. What question? Will you marry me? Do you think? Do you, what, do you, what do you think? Do you think she's gonna say yes? Of course. Cause All right, give she's me. She's a basic. Give me a shot of lime juice. Shot of lime juice. <laughs> Make this wash this down. <laughs> All right. So chapter thirteen. Okay, chapter oh, look, thirteen, uh, and oh it's technically the last chapter. Ooh. Uh, uh, oh, uh, I like it when it's little droplets and driblets. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Mm. It just gives me the idea that I'm drinking alcohol. That's because it makes you make the same face. Yeah. All right. So, chapter 13. This is technically the end. But there's four more chapters. No, there's a, there's a, what is, prologue? Prologue. Oh, good. A prologue. All right. Wait, is that right? I don't don't know. know. Prelogue? That's That's before. But that doesn't even sound right. I thought prologue was before. Anyway. Words. I don't know how books are structured. I don't write. Well, you don't have to give me an answer now, he assured her. Take time to think about it. She goes, I can't leave Warwick Mountain. He's like, sure you can. You'll love California. Yeah, get the fuck out of this place. She has literally done nothing this whole time but talk about how committed she is to this place and all her, you know, blah, blah, blahs. Why is he just suddenly thinking? I can't leave the lead better. I can just pick her up and leave. What the fuck? You, Jaden, this is the problem. These men believe they can just up and change a woman's mind, that their dick is enough, their promises are enough. I know. What the fuck? Don't tell me it's the men. What the fuck? Mm -mm. These are the women that think we should stay in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. These are the Mm anti-feminists. I don't like it. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. They don't like it. They don't like you either, apparently. Let's talk. Yeah. You need to have somebody come in here, rebuild a fucking feed store, save a kid from drowning and marry you, and then take you off within fucking 72 hours. Yeah. Against all of your Mm -hmm. True values, yeah. Um, she says she could never live in fel- California. He says it's not a foreign com- country. She says I don't even have my ears pierced. Devilment sparked and in you've her had green your eyes. vagina pierced, mm. so I guess we're all good. Mm. Much less anything else. He goes, not a tattoo anywhere either. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any either, Matt. What are you trying to fucking say? He's just saying he saw her naked. He's just saying like I noticed. Well, you're about to see me ma- naked, Matt. We keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. In their heads, Matt, in his head, I guess, he he hesitated uh, because she says, would you want to live here? He hesitated with. (laughs) He's like, fuck no. (laughs) Was his discontent temporary? Could he really do forever without the surf, sun, and sea? Uh, Her eyes sad. Becca stroked his cheek. Maybe we should forget you ever proposed. We're like oil and water, you and me. Not a good mix. Her observation wounded him primarily because of the truth of it. They might as well have been born on different planets. He pulled her close and pressed her lips, his lips against her hair, not wanting ever to let her go. Then what are we going to do? She released a deep sigh. <sighs> Except the fact that we were never meant to be. 
I won't accept that. Then Mm-mm. what will we do? She asked, yeah. both of them asking the same fucking question. What will we do? We'll make love again, he answered gently. Oh, of course. Sex. At least one more time. At least. Let me just put a tip out there for <clears throat> anyone ever, but mostly women. You're breaking up. I don't care who did the breaking, but the breaking is up. And anybody says, one last kiss, one last fuck, don't fucking do it. Unless it's with me. Well, that's different. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As soon as I got that good pipe. Christopher's girl. the only one. Yeah. If um, you want to break up, I mean, you got to suck me off first. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I'm just going to stay with you. Because <laughs> every time you pull it out, I mean, it's like a magnet. I magnet. Mm. So an hour later. Oh. Matt sat on the side of the bed, put on his clothes, and tugged on his shoes, leaving Becca. I'm really sorry I couldn't get it going. Oh, no. (laughs) Was the hardest thing he'd ever had to do, especially when all he wanted was to wrap his arms around her and hold her close forever. Forever. All right. So he's thinking he fucked up his proposal big time, and Becca um, obviously refused. Blah, blah, blah. Matt couldn't accept it, wouldn't, especially after the most incredible and meaningful, meaningful love making. Critic- most incredible and meaningless night he's ever had. <laughs> meaningful love making he'd ever experienced. He'd find a way to bring them together somehow. All right. So he sat staring at the darkness through the uncovered window, trying to think. A distinct flash of light in the distant woods caught his eye. Oh, the aliens are back. The midnight intruder had, ar- had, had arrived, had returned, whatever. The Time mid- for the climax. The fact that they are calling it the midnight intruder is ridiculous. Like, that's a whole other book. Do you think that Charlotte Douglas wrote another book about the midnight intruder? She had to. Okay, I want to read that one. Maybe it's that's the in one we'll make. everybody in the middle of the night. Mm, mm-hmm. Consensually. <clears throat> oh, yeah. He'll be like, do you want to do this? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Fuck some of the butt. Then Dude, leave. I'm, I'm like, oh, telling you, I have had some freaky thoughts that I was like, if anyone ever tries to intrude on me, I'm just going to go with it. Maybe either A, it'll turn them off, mm. right? Or B, we'll have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Or, so. you know, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I'll turn work. it around and butt fuck them, and go. then then that'll be really bad for oh, them. Oh, you're here. It's hey. time intruder. Lay down. I was prepared. Here's my strap on. Yeah. So you never know. Anyway, let's see. So he's thinking, blah blah blah. Oh, he wakes her up. Call nine one one. Call nine one one. Are you ill? No. My dick won't stop being hard. Someone's, I took one of them pills. Someone's it's been like five hours. It's definitely been over four hours. Someone's in the woods. I'm going after him. Call the sheriff. She's like, you've been a hero enough for one day. Let it go. He's like, I have to go. So he runs out there to be a hero for the second time after getting laid. Ayo. And he's going to get phasered by an alien and turn mm-hmm. into dust. So she's here at the house freaking out, thinking, who could who could be doing this stuff in the woods that we know nothing of? A moonshiner brewing illegal white lightning? A poacher hunting animals on the endangered species list? Or a serial killer hiding bodies? Stop it, she ordered herself before she descended completely into hysteria. It's just some lady looking for rocks on her ways around. Yeah, basically. So anyway, she fumbles with like her grandfather old shotgun but she doesn't know the code to the lock that's on it or oh, some perfect. shit. perfect. It's a good way to defend yourself. Yeah, so she doesn't know anything. Anyway, more banging on the door. Mm-hmm. Becca, it's me, Matt called. Open up. She picked up the gun and box and hurried to the kitchen. Flipping on the porch light, she gasped at the sight of a strange face peering through the window with a grimace. Then she spotted Matt behind the stranger, wrestling the man's arm behind him in a grip he couldn't escape. Becca opened the door <laughs> okay. and Matt shoved the stranger into the kitchen. Why? 
Okay. Okay, Matt. Hold on. You're trying to keep him out of the house, you fucking idiot. Squinting in the sudden bright light, the scrawny stranger appeared to be between 50 and 60 years old. With his long gray hair pulled back into a ponytail, in bell-bottom jeans and a tie-dyed shirt, he looked like a <clears throat> throwback to the 60s. His already anxious expression intensified when he glimpsed Becca's shotgun. Please, he begged, don't shoot me. I wasn't hurting anyone. Sit down and don't move, Matt released the man who sank immediately into the chair Matt had indicated and began rubbing the arm Matt had wrenched. What are you doing in my woods, Becca asked. Stealing, Matt said before the man could answer. He held up a bulging gunny sack and tossed it to Becca. Afraid of what she'd find, Becca peeked inside. The contents amazed her. She turned to the man. Roots? I'm gardening, you fucking cunt. You were digging up and stealing roots? With a crestfallen expression, he nodded. Why, Becca insisted. Were you hungry? The man's gaunt frame suggested hunger might be a possibility. To her surprise, the man laughed. Don't you know what those are? Matt stood protectively between Becca and the stranger, obviously poised to put a hammer lock on the thief if he made a threatening move. They're roots, Becca said. He says very valuable roots. What's in that sack is worth several hundred dollars. And Becca said, what fool would pay for these roots? Matt's shoulders drooped. No one, now that you've got them. You'd better explain yourself, mister, Matt said. Yeah, the sheriff's on his way, Becca said. He'll be here any minute. You're pressing charges? The stranger asked. Depends, Matt said, on what you were doing on Mrs. Warwick's property. Look, roots. the man said, I'm not a criminal. I'm a businessman. And he's like, Matt's like, what business do you have trespassing on someone's lawn in the middle of the night? Herbs. Herbs, Matt and Becca asked. What are those, Matt? Oh, my God. You know medicine came from this stuff, Matt? Dude, he's an idiot. Plastic surgeon. Oh, yeah. He's a fucking idiot. Titties and Plastic comes from oil, not fucking herbs. He said, I own a shop in Asheville. We sell organic produce, herbs, and new age books. Those are ginseng roots, highly valued, very expensive. The woods back here are full of them. Ever occur to you to ask permission to dig there, Matt said? I thought this was public land. Then why yeah, are you some, going at night? And until some, because nobody's around. Until some well, asshole pulled me out and fucking was being a dick. I yeah, wasn't even in your house. I guess so. So anyway, they go, they go through all that. The cops come. They do not press charges as long as he promises to stay out of the woods. I would have made a business deal right then and there. Pay me for these, you may continue digging them up. Dude, you know what, you two little dingleberries? I'm going to come out here all the fucking time and take this shit as much as I want, and good luck catching me. I see you open that door, I'm going to take off real fucking quick. Yeah. I'm going to get them all. Yeah. Idiots. Give me a year. I'm going to get them all, I'm going to watch you and wait for you to go on vacation. <clears throat> you come Bet. running, I'm going to hit you with a slingshot, Bet. my dude. You're done. Because yeah. he's got to leave eventually, too, but Punk the stranger ass. doesn't know that. So anyway, time goes on. Matt gets busy at the clinic, and he calls Becca for help. At the clinic? At the clinic. Yeah, she's she a registered medical assistant. Mm, well, she's just probably helping to bring people yeah. in and send oh. them out and stuff like that. But anyway, so then, okay, that's it. It's over? Sort of. Oh. July was drawing to an end, and with it, Matt's time on Warwick Mountain. He shoved the last article of clothing into his backpack and scanned the room that he'd call home for the last several weeks, not that he'd had much time to spend in it. All right. Um, he's thinking of Becca. Not any longer. Today was his last day on Warwick Mountain. I can't thank you enough for what you've done for all of us. As if conjured up by his thoughts, Becca stood in the doorway. Did you ever fix some kids? Sure. Uh, yeah. Sure you won't. Ch yeah, it says it in here that like Jimmy's face will take some time and a few more sessions and so-and-so's mm. fine and blah, blah, blah. Um, sure you won't change your mind and come to Asheville with me, he asked. She shook her head. 
You'll be busy with the surgeries, and I'd only be in the way at the hospital. Jimmy and Lizzie could use your support. They're both crazy about you, and so am I. Their parents will be with them. I'll visit when they come home. Was her refusal an effort to spend less time with him, an effort to make a clean break? He crossed the room toward her, but she held her ground, and her arms folded across her chest. Becca... I know what you're going to ask, Matt. I can see it in your eyes. One last time. Then say yes this time. Marry me. Sadness filled her eyes. We promise not to go there, to pretend it never happened. I can't. And I don't believe you can either. Do you love me, Becca? Don't do this, Matt. Just answer my question, his gaze met. Her gaze met his unflinching. Yes. Then this isn't over. I'll be coming back for you. Before she could protest, he drew her into his arms, kissed her with a fierceness that sent his senses reeling, then let her go. Without another word or a backward glance, he left the building, climbed into the Land Rover, and drove away. God, fucked off. Finally. Sort of the end. Great. Ending two. But (laughs) I'm going to save the finale for next time. No. I'm going to make it bonus content. Oh, man. Y'all check it out then. Yeah, so uh, hang tight for bonus content. Go to the next episode. Whoop, whoop. Thanks for joining us for Dr. Wonderful by Charlotte Douglas, who's a crazy lady. Crazy. But thanks for writing this so we had some content. Anyway, see y'all later. Bye. Bye.